welcome to another episode of Song Mess. My name is Richard Villegas. And I'm Beverly Bryan. And how are you doing tonight, Beverly? I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah? Yeah, we've got some Vino Verde, and we've got a very special guest, so I feel okay. Okay, and whoever knows anything about anything knows that if we're starting out with AJ Davila's Yase, the guest is, should not be far behind. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bebecitos, we'll be right back. made it sound like our guest might be A.J. Davila, which would be awesome, but our guest is not A.J. Davila. We have here in the studio someone who is nevertheless very instrumental in bringing his music to the world. Yes. And it is Phoebe Smolin, um, publicist, writer... Manager, incredible mm-hmm. human, um, babysitter to the you stars. She does all <laughs> the things. Um, and she is also um, she studied ethnomusicology. It turns out she's oh, got cool. an amazing story about like how she got into all the things she does. Yeah, so 
Um, I want to start off pretty simply, though. So, uh, Phoebe, why did you pick that song? So, Yase is a song off of A.J. Davila's first solo album after Davila Se Se Se, Terror Amor. Um, and Classic album. Oh, amazing album, in my opinion. Um, I worked on that album, doing the publicity for it, doing a bunch of logistics for it at Nacional Records, um, which was kind of my first foray into the crazy music industry world. And that song hits deep for me because my relationship with AJ continues. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I think because again, like anybody who knows you, kind of knows yeah. you as like the AJ's the mom. the Latin indie <laughs> wrangler, and <laughs> and I think AJ is definitely one of the most notorious, definitely. you know, wranglees He's that, that you handle. Though. Yeah. Um, so, like, I mean, how did you? Because obviously, like. Um, Davila Say 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 is a mm-hmm. very beloved uh, act in, in like the sort of like Latin indie sure. scene. Um, how did you come to working with AJ on a solo project? I was I was in Nacional. I was a little baby oh, right. intern at that point. Um, and he got signed. His solo project got signed to the label. And I was given the task of working it. That's that cool. It was one of the first projects I ever did. And I mean, how long have you been working with AJ now? It's been a long time. It's been... Four years, almost five years Christ. now. Yeah. Wow. And um, his solo music has gone through a really interesting evolution. That's been a pretty wild ride. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess what part of working with him has been like the biggest adventure? I'm sure it's taken you to some interesting places. <laughs> Honestly, it, it's him. <laughs> AJ's a character and he's also, he's like a whirlwind who absolutely adores what he does and pretty much puts all of his energy into what he does and I kind of hold on for dear life while that happens. Um, Work in the music industry, kids. Ah, don't do that. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, just to give our, our listeners a little bit of, a, of insight yeah. of basically what's going to be happening today, you've worked with a bevy of, of Latin indie artists and yes. so, yeah, so I mean, we're obviously going to ask questions about you but we also want to hear stories of about course. people you know, whatever tea can be spilt, great. Just adventures on the road. Um, I mean, because, like, we, you know, we've known each other for a while now, but, like, the first time that we actually hung out was recently in Mexico mm-hmm. City yeah. um, during Festival Ceremonia, which AJ played. Mm-hmm. And, like, we had, like, our own set of adventures that were really fun, yes, late night did. drinking. Were Too you were you fun. in the van when he was singing to Javier Amena? Um with, with the Colombians? No. No, it no, was, was so fun. Like, we yeah. had just gotten out of the Javier Amena show, and he, like, specifically requested Primera Estrella, and, like, was... Oh, wait, no, I was totally there. <laughs> what am I, ta- I was maybe a little bit drunk at that point. Who wasn't? <laughs> but, yeah, no, that was amazing. We were both in Mexico City for Ceremonia, and that was crazy. That, that was a great weekend. That was a great weekend, also quite dramatic, because yeah. AJ and everyone, Ceremonia was scheduled to happen on a Saturday... And was canceled about two hours after doors were supposed to open because there was an actual tornado on the festival grounds, yeah. which happened during AJ's sound check. And the, the stage actually collapsed like next to him while he was like, and on I it? just get this, I get this WhatsApp message from him saying like, baby, I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
There's I'm, a full I'm, harrowing tale of Ceremonia. Yeah. See our Ceremonia episode. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. That once at one a time in Song Mexico was a oh, was was a, a while yeah. ago. That was the tea. Well, mm-hmm. um, so I want to carry on with uh, a project that you have been working with mm-hmm. uh, lately, and mm-hmm. that's Femina. Yeah. Um, whom I just saw perform just this week. Mm-hmm. They were fantastic. Yeah. Uh, killed it at Joe's Pub. How did you come to working with them? Femina, well, Femina are three amazing women from the south of Argentina in Patagonia. Um, they make this crazy fusion of folk, hip hop, soul music. Yeah. It's like, I don't really know how to describe it. That's kind of your job. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, um, how did I discover them? I, I'm friends with their manager, basically. Okay. And... I she sent me their music a long time ago and I was kind of enamored and I saw them play in LA which is where I'm from um about a year ago and was like I need to work with this wow I felt something very special well let's let's play some Femina and then we'll talk a little bit more about the inner workings of what you do in this crazy business of show Continúa, 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 continúa. 
alguien por favor me encuentre, alguien que me represente, futuro, pasado y presente. Alguien por favor me encuentre, alguien que me represente, futuro, pasado y presente. So I'm definitely going through like a Femina obsession at the moment. That was a song, Mieje. Um, and yeah, they blew my mind at, at Joe's Pub because like their setup is really simple. Um, and it definitely has those traditional elements of like Andean music, right? Like they were playing with, um, what was that instrument that she made herself? That the, the one. That was a guitar. It's just a guitar. Yeah. Oh, because it looked it, like, I was like, is it yeah. a cuatro? Is it a charango? Like, it's what? a guitar. <laughs> wow. I mean, but she like was very like, she was like, you know, very humble about it. She's like, yeah, I made this guitar myself. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and I think we can say this. They're working with Quantic yeah. on, on the new album. 
which He's I producing think it. that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's massive. It's amazing. What can we uh, What can we expect? What do you think it's going to sound like? Well, if you know what Quantic sounds like, yeah. Imagine his magical touch on Femina magic. I don't know. Like it's Femina plus a million plus Quantic's electronic. It's saviness. It's actually perfect because it's going to be like right? magical electro acoustic adventure. Yeah, it's still them, but with more layers, basically. I'm super excited to hear it's, what that sounds like. It's, it's, it's going to sound like um, song mess catnip, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, perfect. <laughs> so. I have another question because yeah. while I was scrolling through um, Instagram not too long ago, I, I, I follow Femina on Instagram um, and I saw them either that or like I follow Ali on Instagram, but whichever one it was, I saw a picture where I was like Femina and I think they're on a golf course. And I'm like, that guy looks like they're hanging out with looks like Iggy Pop. Um, and I was like, oh shit, that's Iggy Pop. So like, <laughs> Why were they hanging out with Iggy Pop? What was up with that? What was going on? So Iggy Pop is probably their number two fan after <laughs> me. Um, he discovered them just randomly and, you know, Spotify exploring. Really? Yeah. Um, Iggy Pop has amazing taste. But Iggy we Pop knew that. Iggy Pop has great taste. Um, he does have that radio show, on right? The BBC, he has a BBC radio show. What? So he found them and he played them on, their, on his radio show. And he prefaced the song by saying so this is an amazing band called Femina I have no idea what this song means but here you go Femina heard it because some friend sent it to them and was like Iggy Pop just played you on his radio show and they wrote to just the general BBC thing whatever and they were like this is what the song means thank you so much and they like sent the meaning and everything and he wrote back he's like you guys are amazing and he played them again and then they went to Miami. It was the first stop on their tour that just ended yesterday in the States. And they were on the beach the first day they landed. And their manager gets a phone call from Iggy Pop saying, hey, what are you guys doing right now? And Allie was uh, like, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So everybody's, of course, having all of the panic attacks. Oh, yeah. and And they eventually end up at his beautiful Miami house. And he's showing them his art collection. And it's insane. And that's rad. I mean, yeah. who, who knew? I mean, I, I don't I. You know, I appreciate that, like, you know, someone of that stature or sort of like, you know, cultural importance can still like sit there on Spotify and just like oh, yeah. let it do its thing and. You know, be like, oh, like he's he's not bored with new music, mm-hmm. which is cool. No, he had, he's like also um, like very super chill and supportive of young bands. Like mm-hmm. um, he really, uh, you know, uh, Jacuzzi Boys are in Miami, too. And like he got into them yeah. and like they hung out one time. And apparently, as it turns out, or as we all already knew, Iggy Pop is like probably the chillest dude in rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm I'm here for that all day. But the, well, congratulations to the girls. I mean, it's yeah. it's hard work. Like, I mean, Very the the so. the songs are beautifully crafted. And again, if you guys ever have a chance to go see Femina live, I encourage you: don't walk, run, because I mean, it was like, are they actresses? Are they like trained, you know, Two stage performers? Of them. Two of them have 
backgrounds in musical theater. Yeah, I could totally yeah. see that because like just how they would set, you know, mm-hmm. end songs and like then the yeah. lighting, like there were specific lighting cues that was quite mm-hmm. obvious. Like, you know, they, they're definitely thinking of this, of this as like a, a, a stage performance, like yeah. some sort of, ca- it's more cabaret yeah. almost than, than like, a concert um, experience. That's very like... Uh, they're from Argentina, right? Yeah. There's a, Patagonia. a little bit of that like Argentinian drama. <laughs> Absolutely. There. Totally. The ti- uh, with like a tiny bit Amplified. of, um, <laughs> yeah, like within, in like in the future. Mm-hmm. Plus, I don't know, maybe a little bit of um, Spain's flamenco yeah. crackle yeah. thing going on. It's very like no matter what the venue, it will always feel like a candlelit, like dingy D- bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was very, very impressed. That was very yeah. cool. I look forward I'm to hearing the new jams. You'll hear um, and sort of like on the similar vein, mm-hmm. again, you are also working with Perota Chingo. Yes, as of recently. It's- Oh, let's talk about them. Yeah, I mean, they're... But, okay, but your history with them goes back <laughs> way far. Way back. Wait, does it? I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, it does. So I found out about Perote Chingo right before I moved to Chile when I was in college. When I was okay. 19 years old. Um, and I was obsessed with them, and I went to Chile hoping they would play a show. Um, and I was living in Valparaiso at the time. Wait, but they're not Chilean, right? No, they're Argentinian. Okay, okay. Yeah, they're from Argentina. They live in Buenos Aires. Okay. Um, and I was on a hiking trip with my friends on a very, very tall mountaintop that I don't remember the name of in the Andes. It's just like, it's a hike that took over 24 hours to do. God damn. And I heard about this show. We got on the internet at some point and I was like, we need to get down this mountain now, <laughs> now. <laughs> and so I literally ran down this mountain and I, I fell down the mountain And I got on the train and I made it to the show with like a minute to spare. Saw them in Valparaiso in Chile. Covered in dirt and just like I smelled like ass and it was amazing. Come on, hippie experience. There are no fans as hardcore as Phoebe. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't even try. Don't even try. Don't even try. Yeah. So. So, Oh, um, I'm sorry. Actually, so I want to I want to bring up a little something about Perota Chingo yeah. and like how I found out about them. Um, I think Joni Jackson might have pitched me the story, mm-hmm. or I might have come across them. But um, it's sort of hard to explain how amazing they are. They're a folk band. It's two sisters, right, or two friends? They're friends. Yeah, two friends, and they have these incredible harmonies mm-hmm. and just really beautiful guitar music. And even if you don't like folk music. I promise this band will blow your mind. There's this luminous, incredible duo. And the the thing about them is for a long time, they didn't really have recordings. No. They just had millions and millions and millions of views for their like live stripped down Mm. videos on YouTube. Yeah. And yet they're like this kind of crazy phenomenon in Argentina. But they're no, they're like almost. Actually all over Latin America. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So they've spread. Yeah. But they're like, they're very little known outside Mm -hmm. of Latin America, as are many great bands that sing in Spanish or don't. Mm -hmm. Um, But what's interesting to me is that uh, until you um, posted about them on the Internet recently, I hadn't heard anything about them. And I thought, well, I guess we'll never we'll never hear more about them. I don't know. I guess they're going to stay doing their thing or maybe they broke up. So now I'm like, okay, so they're they're still stuff still going on. What's you know, so that's exciting. Yeah. Um, What's what's up for them next? Because now you're in the know. Yeah. I mean, they just released a new album called Aguas Mm -hmm. like a week ago. 
Um, oh my God, and I haven't heard it, but we're going to play a song. It's so good. So uh, yeah. intro this song. So we're listening to Aguacero. Why, why, this, Aguacero, why this track? It's the first song on the album. I wanted to throw you into it. Cool. Okay, so this is Perota Chingo with Aguacero.
All right. So that was great. And, um, you know, while introing the song, you mentioned that, you know, you lived in Chile yeah. for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So how did you fall into this business of show into <laughs> like and specifically Latin yeah. alternative music? Well, I pretty much have always been obsessed with music, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I play music. I'm a guitar, right? I play a lot of different strings. Oh, pretty much. Look at her go. Yeah, I know. I've been in bands and whatever. I went to college. I started studying ethnomusicology. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Oh, um, <laughs> come on, thesaurus. <laughs> so, um, Google it, loca. Yeah, and I went to school in Western Massachusetts, and I'm from California, and it was very, very cold. And I was like, I need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. So I started looking at places where the music history was interesting. And I sort of landed on Chile um, and was like, okay, they have this whole... Excellent choice. Right? <laughs> they have this whole dictatorship thing going on. There's definitely some stuff buried in there that I can go dig up. Yeah. Um, so not, I, not a bad idea, yeah. So I found a way to get there through school. Um, and I ended up living in Valparaiso for a while, okay. which is on the coast. It's also very you. <laughs> like, it's absolutely very you. It's it loosey-goosey, hippy-dippy. Yeah. 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 I could totally yeah. see that. Yes. I loved it. It was great. Um, and I was there, and I, I did an oral history, basically, on, like, the music that happened during the dictatorship that people kept quiet. Right. About, like, punk rock which did exist at one point in Chile, not so much anymore. That actually sounds like a pretty rad book, too. Uh-oh. I think that Phoebe has a lot of books in her, is what <laughs> I'm saying. She should write all the I books. I think she's an excellent writer, y'all. <laughs> I, would, I would love Ryan. to be your, um, your literary agent. You, you probably should. I have no idea how to do that. We'll figure it or out Or you together. could be your own publicist. What? Whoa. Conflict <laughs> of interest much? Oops. Who cares? Uh, Sell um, your cheek, Ligger. Hey, I'll at least you'd, you'd probably take on the job pro bono, though. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know. Don't tell that to anyone. Oops, it's Ooh. on the radio. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? So yes, so so you lived in Chile. So uh-huh. like, who, what's like the first band or artist that you uh, worked with? Um, I mean, working wise, industry speaking, I didn't work with bands until I was out of college and working at Nacional. That okay. was my first sort of foray into. The industry. I didn't even know what the music industry meant. Okay. Then I was just a yeah. nerd that wanted to know about it. How did you land at Nacional? I so I'm from Los Angeles originally, mm-hmm. California. Um, I drove back from Massachusetts, just totally sick of New England. I knew about Nacional because I knew people who had worked there before, and I was also obsessed with Anatiju mm. at the point, um, and. I cold wrote them and was just like, hi, we're in the same city. I'm like back here after a long time of being gone. I would love to meet you and see what's up. And I got a response and they invited me to the office and I walked in and we talked for a good hour. And five hours later, they were like, they emailed me. They were like, you want a job? (laughs) Hotness. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's legendary. Yeah. By the way, I know more than one person, not even counting Phoebe, for whom that has worked. Kids, if you want a job, just write to somebody yep. and see if they'll talk to you. 
Stop yeah. waiting for the universe. Be the job that you want to have in the world. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, so we have another one of your babies, and like, because this is what this is one of my favorite things about you. Like, you <laughs> kind of like deep dive into these artists' like Thank career. You. you take a very active role, and like sometimes you tour with them or yeah. what have you. Um, and so Ella Minus, I know, is like you yeah. know, again, I don't ever want to say that they, she's one of your faves or whatever, but I know that you talk about her a lot. No, really. Which one is your favorite? Because I'm never going to... Spill the tea. I don't, I don't even have an answer to that. She I needs more vino. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which of your children is your favorite child? <laughs> the um, worst question. But how did you come to Ella? Um, I was introduced to her through some mutual industry people, mm-hmm. and she was putting out her first EP. And I had actually heard Ella Minus before I had the opportunity to work with her. I heard her almost a year before I was like formally introduced to her and I fell in love. Her lyrics are profound. Her voice is something out of a dream. And it really is. It truly is. And I had a feeling the first time I heard her, I was like, I'm going to know this person. I don't know how or when, but I'm going to know this person. And it happened. And we got super close when we ended up going to South by Southwest together. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've been working with her ever since. Cool. So this is Ceremony by Ella Minus, um, and I encourage you all to tie a dance around your room.
So um, I think one thing we're dying to ask you is, uh, you know, so you were you were living in Chile several years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so who all did you get to see like before they were famous? I got to see Javier Amena in like a very small bar. Yes. Once in Valparaiso, which was pretty fun. I saw Ana Tijoux a bunch of times. Yeah. She's always, always on a stage. Yeah. Yeah. In smaller places, too, where you would never imagine seeing her these days. So yeah. It was, it was pretty awesome. I think she's the artist that I've seen perform the most. Yeah. Like, of anybody. Like, yeah. I've seen Ana Tijoux in, like, five different countries. It's really kind of ridiculous. She's everywhere. I guess she loves performing. She really does. That's cool. It's, yeah. Especially because, like, you know, she's been doing it for a while and, like, she's still super into it. Totally. Um, anybody else that you might want to mention? Like, who was, like, really incredible where you were like, wow, why do not, why do people, like, outside of Chile not know about this? Dude, Alex and Wanter, I saw. Right? Yeah. I saw him play and I was like, what is this? This was, I'm, I'm sorry, when was this? This was 2012. Okay, so was Rebeldes even out no. yet? No. Oh, wow. So it was still yeah. Odisea and Teleradio. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, those are those are the good old oh, weird those were freaky the good days. Old days. Yeah. 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 I was. I was. I would have been. No, I wasn't living in Chile mm-hmm. there yet. Yet. I, I mean, anymore. Um, I'm like, wait, would we have intersected? Um, but know. no, we did not. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So we the have some next musica. song. Yeah. Is we know is not from Chile. Mm-hmm. This is from Costa Rica. It is. Now, is it a very big band from Costa Rica, from what I understand. Yes. Very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess my question is, uh, how does Costa Rica fit into your, your magical journey through music? <laughs> so a number of ways. Number one, my mom kind of lives there. Um, so I have an excuse to go relatively often. You get hey. to visit. Oh, I visit all the time. It's Does great. she live in San Jose? No, she lives in a very, very small town on the Pacific. Okay. Yeah, in Guanacaste, which is like the peninsula. That is that where off. like uh, all the like, the Americans like move? Yeah. Ah, I see. It's I see. an expat community. Cool, 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 yeah. cool. I've seen it on like yeah. House Hunters International. Oh, yeah. Don't judge Definitely me. Definitely not. <laughs> Wait, it's haunted? No, House House Hunters <laughs> International. Oh, I thought you said Ghost Hunter. Never mind. That would be house amazing. Really Your mom cool. moved to a haunted house in Costa oh Rica. God, Great. Bye. Um, but so, please. So anyway, what's this band and so, why did you pick that song? Actually, it's um, a song from the lead singer of the band Coco Funca, whose name is Javier Arce. Um, Coco Funca is a relatively large band in Costa Rica. And Javier is the lead singer and he has a solo project that is sort of R&B electronic influenced that I really love. And he just put out a new single called Quise Fuego that is awesome. Now, are you working with him or is this just something that you're jamming right now? I'm working with him, but he's also like a good friend and I also love it. Cool. Well, we've been playing a lot of electronic R&B jams, so we're pretty into this already. (laughs)
All right, so you know, like we were actually just talking about how like we kind of don't play enough R and B on the show, and like I feel like Latinx R and B is like the shit. And I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm an up tempo kind of guy, so I don't really connect to R and B very much. But I really, really dug this. Like Javier Arce, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be watching out for him. I really like this. You should. Um, and we have another back to back with another Costa Rican mm-hmm. uh, set of badass chicks. Obviously, we're talking about Las Robertas. Yes. Um, what's your relationship with those cool ass girls from San Jose? <laughs> they are just good friends. When I met Javier, I met. Sonia and Meche mm-hmm. from Las Rotas, Um and we just hit it off, and we've been working together ever since. Wow, I'm I'm obsessed with them because like uh, Meche, uh, Meche in particular, like there's always such good cheese with her. Oh yeah. Um, like I, when there was that whole drama with um, music festivals in Mexico, sort of canceling and all that jazz. Like I remember, like the the comment section of like whatever post she wrote was the kiki. Oh yeah, we were laughing our heads off, just being like you know talking about people and stuff like that. It was everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, Meche Meche is a good time girl, and of oh, course yeah. Sonia Sonia's is the a shit. Hoot. <laughs> um, and Fabricio is Fabricio. The I love yeah. him. He, Fabri. I, I, I've, I, I don't say this very often, but I think he's like my favorite live drummer. He's I'm amazing. Yeah. incredibly impressed. Like I've seen them tw- two or three times mm-hmm. and like every single time I'm just hypnotized by yeah. that guy. Um, so we're playing flower child, yes. which is again, very you. <laughs> <laughs> Why this song? What's about, what's good about this track? Um, I just love it. And it's off of their new album, which is oh. a special album. Waves of the new. Got it. Came out not too long ago. Log on to yeah. Google's and buy it. Do on it. all of the applications. Or at least I, stream it. I honestly feel like it's their best album. Just yeah. saying. They just they've I been, can agree with that. They keep getting better. Mm-hmm. And if I could say one thing about that, it's that um they do take time between albums. Yes. And maybe more bands should do that. I don't know. True. Just putting that out there. <laughs> Solid advice. <laughs> okay, so this is Flower Child by Las Ruertas. <laughs>
I feel like Phoebe has the explanation. Um, Phoebe brought us these beers. Also, by the way, she's the first guest who brought us beers. I mean, I feel like yeah. no guest has ever brought us alcohol. I mean, we always alcoholize them regardless just so that we can get the good cheese But yeah, nobody's ever actually right. I mean, brought we're it. always, and I mean, I feel like, you know, as the hosts, we feel I feel like we should be the ones who like bring sure. beer, snacks, whatever, and like host. But it's really refreshing, quite literally, that someone <laughs> brought us uh, some. Someone brought us beer once. That's so. That's why Phoebe is amazing. But also, they're these cute little Coronas, and she called them Coronitas, and we were like, "Aha, that's cute." And then we looked, we read the label, and it says Coronita. Little Coronitas cuties. What little itty bitty ones? Why, I, Phoebe? What is going on? <laughs> The world's exploding. Did you drug us? What magical deli did you get this at? <laughs> Le Costco. Yes! <laughs> Work. Wait, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so why the hell are you in New York just for like a week kind of chilling and you end up at Costco? I did not actually end oh. up at Costco. These, <laughs> like, these were at my good friend's house where I'm staying ah, with see. and I stole them. So you stole beer. <laughs> Got it. They say Coronita on them. And they're like half the size. They're cute. And they're great. They're delicious and refreshing. They're seven ounces, and apparently you can get them at Costco. Uh, You heard it here first. Yeah. And we have no other meaningful explanation. (laughs) Well, I mean, and, you know, so talking about other small, delicious cuties, (laughs) let's talk about Marineros. Oh. Who are, you know, again, bay, 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 bay forever. Las babysitas. Before I discovered (laughs) Corinita... Coronas, um, they were my obsession. They just got bumped off the list of like number one obsession. Now they're number like two obsession. Next to Coronitas. <laughs> okay. So, um, uh, so um, tell us about Marineros. How did they um, sort of like waltz in your life? How did they? I met them when they played in my friend's backyard, which was also a coffee shop a while ago. Um, I've known about their music for a long now, time. Because this is Phoebe, we have to ask, yeah. what country was this in? This, this That's fair. That's this absolutely is Los fair. Angeles, California. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, in my friend Isaac's backyard at the time, he used to hold shows like Los Blenders played there. Um, a few others. Ella Minus played there once. Oh, that's cool. What? Yeah. what is, so, where is this coffee shop? I Wait. mean, it, it, it's kind of under construction right now, but it's in El Sereno or somewhere hmm. near there. And it's his house, it but was also his house at the time. a coffee yeah. shop. Yeah. And I guess it's zoned for that? Yeah. Pretty much. There was a beautiful little stage in the backyard with like gorgeous seating and a fountain. And so for years, this has been kind of like an underground Latin indie yeah. watering hole. Pretty much. So my friend who lived in this house did a lot of the promoting of Latin indie bands for Golden Voice. Um, Wait, is this Rene? This is Rene's good friend. Ah. They worked together on these little shows that they would have in Isaac's backyard. Got it. And I met Marineros there. By the way, for those who don't know, Rene is the guy behind Viva Pomona Mm -hmm. and many Coachella things. Yes. Um, But, okay, so that's where you met Marineros on that fateful day. That is. And I met them there, and they went back to Chile. And then later... You were smitten. I well, I I loved their music before I met them, and mm-hmm. I met them, and I loved them even more. Um, and then they wrote to me; they were coming back to LA for Viva Pomona. Oh, cool! Red um, in 2016. 
Mm-hmm. And that was a particularly difficult summer for me personally. And they wrote to me and they were like, we need a place to stay. And they ended up staying with me. And I was nervous about it because I was a mess. Right. But they actually kind of helped a lot. And we spent like a good two weeks that summer road tripping through Southern California. We went to Tijuana. They played a show in Tijuana. We like crossed the border at 6 a.m. eating avocado sandwiches together. And they played Viva Pomona. And we kind of... They were, like, they were your support animals. They, yeah, <laughs> and they helped a lot. <laughs> so they're actually awesome human beings. They really are. This truly. has always been my, my yeah. like, suspicion. Oh, yeah. No, they're, they're beautiful people. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to follow that lovely, lovely story uh, up with uh, their latest single, um, Torbellino. Ritmo. 
the next band we're going to be featuring is Las Ligas Menores. Yeah. Um, and I mean, again, this is one of the one of the bands that I've sort of discovered just because you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. These babies are like killing it. And like they just played at Coachella this year. They did. Um, Thank you, Renee. By the <laughs> way, if Phoebe says that about a band, you should probably listen to Absolutely them. Absolutely listen. Dear God. You're I mean, <laughs> she does get paid to do this, but she gets paid to do this because she's crazy about the music and she has awesome taste. Just yeah. saying. Thanks, guys. I mean, even stuff that like, you know, I've, I've discovered through you that I wasn't like necessarily like a huge fan mm-hmm. of. Like, I'm like, OK, it's good. It's just not for me. Like, I, you know, I haven't totally I haven't seen you work with anybody yet that I'm like, oh, that's garbage. You know, so. That's cool. a great. That's a great track record to have, girl. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, so Las Ligas Menores are from Argentina, right? They are from Argentina. Um, so Aires. what was the road from a yeah. band in Argentina to Coachella? How do you do that? I. I mean, this we mentioned Renee earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been a really big fan of Las Ligas Menores for a really long time, just because I'm a nerd, and True. so has Renee. Right. And. He had this opportunity this last year at Coachella to curate a stage, and he chose them. Pretty much. It's very simple. Like, he just... So he's also a nerd. Yeah. Oh, hardcore. Right on. Hardcore. So can you tell us about this stage? Because that's another interesting the story. The stage. This was yeah. very, like... It was a very Latin indie stage at Coachella. And I know that they've caught heat in the past for, like, mm-hmm. even though they book, like huge bands from Mexico, people are like, why are there not more Latin bands? Yeah. And it's always the same ones. It's always Café Tacuba. It's always so oh, There's that. Like, it oh. is very predictable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for like who their audience is, where they are, um, just the fact that there is so much great Latin indie out there, they could do a lot better. And, you know, I don't know. That stage is a start. How did that yeah. come about? What's the story? Um, the story behind that is basically... Rene Contreras, who runs Viva Pomona for now the last six years, mm-hmm. six years. Um, he also has close ties with Golden Voice, and they sort of caught wind of the fact that he kind of knows his shit. Right. And offered him a platform for it at yeah. Coachella and a budget for it. And So was we this were, like a mini Viva Pomona? Not really, just because within the context of Coachella, Viva Pomona, Viva Pomona is very DIY, right. very like far from the Coachella. It's it's as curated by the Viva Pomona guy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I basically. mean, I'm I I plan on hitting Viva Pomona next year. You should. Um, it's a I'm, great festival. I'm gonna ask for some uh, couch space if you have it. Um, always and, for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, and like I've always wanted to go there just because like I That's like great. I like the bands that I know mm-hmm. are there, and then like I've done like my Googles, and mm-hmm. then the stuff that I discover I really like, and I'm like, oh, yeah. this sounds like my jam. Yeah. Um, and I read um, in 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 research for a little piece that I wrote uh, about Viva Pomona mm-hmm. recently. Um, I read that like sort of his motivation was sort of um, just. Pomona gets a bad rap yeah, as this boring definitely. or nothingness. It's the suburbs. Yeah. It's the boring suburbs of LA on the border of San Bernardino County, which is the Inland Empire, which is really boring. Right. And sad. Well, I mean, I, I think the effort was to sort of change that perception. Yeah. I mean, Revive it. And I think basically. he's succeeded, yeah. honestly. Viva. I feel like that's why yeah. it's called Viva in a way. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, funny. But yeah, he has. Viva Pomona is a really great festival. I love going every year. And then, you know, it's not 
it's not just Latin indie. In fact, it's not a Latin mm. indie festival no. at all. But there is a lot of Latin indie. Yeah. So it's it's really interesting that um, mm-hmm. they make that move where they're just like, yeah, let's you know. Um, Obviously, this is Los Angeles, mm-hmm. or so we're going to have lots of Latin bands because it would actually be really weird if we didn't. Exactly. Well, and that's what's cool about it. it, it it's sort of a realistic, realistic reflection of what a music festival mm-hmm. should look like. You know, like when you go to you know, a festival in Mexico and it's all gringo bands and you're like, there wasn't any uh, Latin talent worth booking. Like, I feel weird, (laughs) you know, or like, I mean, I, and I think a lot of people, a lot of these festivals are finally catching wind, you know, I mean, it's really, really cool now. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, in New York, you know, Buscabulla or Lado Negro or Elaminas will be included on a bill. And it's just like, that's a, that's a, that's a good start, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Although actually we could really use a Viva Pomona. I absolutely. Well, we could I, use something. There's a lot of music festivals in New York, but I feel like there isn't like a fun Latin indie festival. Yeah, I mean, there's LAMC, and so people are like, "Well, there's LAMC, but it's like not all of those are even open to the public. It's you a also conference." Said fun. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I just I mean, feel like it's all time loves for LAMC. I feel like it's, there's it's time for something else. I yeah. need one of those. There needs some, to be something a little bit more DIY happening here. I mean, and, and, New Yorkers. And, there is, um, and I, I mean, because it's not like there's any shortage of awesome bands here. Right. And maybe if there was a festival like that, you know, it would be something that things could kind of coalesce around. Yeah, you know? a big shout out to Gabriel from uh, Solo Dame Indie Pop because yeah. he, he's been working with Out in the Streets uh, for a few years. And I went this year because there was a ton of Latin talent on it. Tal Juan was on it. Uh, Ella, uh, Buscabulla, Balloon. So it, he was very like, let me try Like He was like, whenever you see the Latin bands oh, on yeah. the bill, that's me pushing for that. We need that. We just need to blow that up. Absolutely. There needs but to be more of that. It was really great. And even like the local, you know, because you know me, like Brook, you know, Brooklyn gringo bands really just, nope, I have no interest. <laughs> I do not engage it. It just goes over me. Um, and I discovered a couple of like really cool things. And so, yeah, I, I completely agree. Like we could very you know, much use our own little I'm, diva here. I'm still in those like non-Latin indie, indie trenches sometimes. And I can just say years later, uh, you're still not missing anything, Richard. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the update. <laughs> if you ever want to know what's going on, I'll tell um, you. <laughs> Okay, well, back to Las Ligas Menores. Yeah. Um, so you brought in the track Renault Fuego, like yeah. the car. Yes. Um, <laughs> what's up with this track? I, I, You know, I actually don't know. <laughs> it's just a jam. It's a jam. I love this song. Cool. Yeah. All right, so this is Las Ligas Menores with Renault Fuego. Let's go. 
so our next artist is Lagartijiando, mm-hmm. and I discovered him through you. Yeah. Um, you you know you sent me his stuff for like a pitch, and I wrote about it, and I absolutely loved his record, and I had a chance to speak with him, and he was incredible, and everything about him is amazing. Yeah. Um, so tell me more amazing things about Lagartijiando. Lagartijiando is an amazing human named Mati Zundel mm-hmm. who kind of got his start on ZZK like a lot of the sort of folktronica artists mm-hmm. we're all listening to did um, he's from a town outside of Buenos Aires Argentina called Dolores mm-hmm. um, he's a really hilarious human being he's really obsessed with CrossFit um, is he really? <laughs> yeah. Now this is the stuff we wanted to get. Yeah. Okay. Well, because um, I know he's like a farmer also. Like he has his own like sort of like huerta and he has yeah. animals Yeah, and he's stuff. all about the farm life and also all about the CrossFit. So you should So he's like ripped? Is Instagram. he like jacked? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Google. No, you know how CrossFit obsessed people have like a ton of photos of their like logros or whatever? Mm-hmm. They're just like, look what I lifted today. Yeah. And then they never stop talking about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he stops talking about it and he starts making really great music. So instead. how would you describe his music to uh, to our listeners? So it's kind of a healthy combination of Andean folk. He got his background in charango, mm-hmm. which is a stringed instrument from the Andes. Um, and it's a bunch of Andean folk music sort of mixed with contemporary electronic housey beats um, that kind of make it really hypnotic and lovely. And it's the jam. It is the jam. I love this new record. It's out on Wonder Wheel, which is an amazing label. Cool. Now, in New York. Phoebe, can you explain yeah. to us why when you listen to the music, it feels like fairies healing you? <laughs> because it is. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Fairies it's actual are healing. magic. I actually have healing powers. <laughs> yeah. We're going to listen to that now. This is Lagartijando with Memoria del Viento.
Okay, so we found out something amazing while we were listening to Legartejando's song. Did I do that right, Richard? How did I do that time? You did pretty good. That, that was a solid 85. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, well, Phoebe, why don't, why don't you tell the folks what we found out? <laughs> um, well, we found out that Legartejando works in a gym. Jacked as fuck, He guys. is jacked as fuck. <laughs> what, is, what does he do at the gym? I, I, I'm sure he's a trainer really know, or something. Honestly. He, he trains, he manages the place, he makes sure it works. He's just, ma- he's going to pump he loves, you up. He pumps his iron, you know? Indie know. jobs. There you go, Richard. I, we, yeah. Again, it's a running, it's a running <laughs> thing on the show that we love, love, love. Indie like jobs. indie j- day jobs oh, are like the best. The best. Um, so next up, so, you know, it's interesting because like we're playing a lot of Argentinos and some Chilenos yeah. and like you seem to have a, like a very special connection to El Cono Sur. Is there a it's particular? It's super weird. I, just, no. Really? Not, it's not conscious at all. Hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Well, so the next next one is Macha Kido. Yeah. And I'd never heard of her yeah. until you mentioned her today. Macha Kido is super awesome. She is a hip-hop artist originally from Costa Rica. Um, she's been in Buenos Aires, Argentina, for like the last nearly 10 years. Okay. Wow. Her, That's random. Yeah. Um, her latest single, Monster, is out now on the new Waxploitation compilation, Future Sounds of Argentina. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a fiery hip hop artist, feminist, like really intense. I'm so pumped. Do we know yeah. why she moved to Costa Rica? To Argentina. Oh, oof. from <laughs> Costa Rica to Argentina. You know, just to find herself and her sound yeah. or whatever. Just do it. That's cool. Just, yeah, something else. Okay, so this mm-hmm. is the track "Monster" by Machaquido. <laughs> Pero al contrario le corrompen, no se ponga 
flojo, no sea tan bobo Todo es podrido si después les parece recontra divertido Vicio para escoger así no hay que pensar en lo que va a pasar Luces que se apagan, ruido sin sentido Alízame el concreto y no me cuentes eso Ojos que se cierran si el césped le riegan Coja la basura si la vista está tapada Tal vez su ilusión perdura Ajá, tal vez su ilusión perdura Sonríen a de este lado y quieren a los gatos Se dan la mano, hunden al otro Y escalan alto, 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 lo más alto Quien a hierro mata, hierro muere Y si no jala que te envenenes, ajá Quien a hierro mata, hierro muere Y si no jala que te envenenes So, I'm sad, you guys. Why are you Why? so sad, Beverly? We're almost at the end of the episode. Boo-hoo. We, we were like, I don't know, we were just we were just so excited to have you on the show, Phoebe. Thank so I'm you. Just, I'm so excited to be here. And <laughs> you played all these cool songs, you know, these good <laughs> stories, and now it's almost over. Yeah, I mean, this is exactly, like, it's a dream come true. This is what, what I want Aww. from a guest. I just I want you to come with stories, girl. I want there to be scenery. I want there to be data. I want there to be footnotes. You can count on that. Yes. No, me. I mean, thank if you so much for If there's one thing here. Phoebe has, it's good songs and tales of adventure. <laughs> thank you so much for bringing the mess thank to Song guys. Mess. I love Song Mess. Well, forever. I mean, and people just forget, you know, like these musicians yeah. that you love, like have lives and personalities yeah, and true. stories. And so you get to know them. And so like, yeah, really good, great stories come yeah. from that. And I live to tell these stories. Yeah. And Shut you up. guys, podcasters, they have lives and stories and they're people and you know what they work hard and maybe someday you know someone should bring them beer yeah invite us on your show we're relevant influencers and we will bring you beer I mean to your show. that's not what I meant but, but also <laughs> beer. um anyway so yes so again very very much mucho gracias to you Get Phoebe Smoolin Smolen? Smolen? Smolen. Smolen. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, uh, please, uh, I mean, if you have anything to plug, this is the time to do it. Uh, what artists yeah. are you working with right now that you want people to be checking out or social media or none of that? I mean, I can pretty much plug the person we're going to close with. Okay, cool. Um, well, <laughs> let's let's pause that for a second yeah. just to remind everybody that you can listen to us right here on these SoundClouds as well as iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. And uh, hey, Bev, what kind of social media platforms are we on? Let's see. We're on Facebook. Mm -hmm. We are on Twitter. Mm -hmm. We are on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, JDate, if you play your cards right. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> no. Only one of us is Jewish, and we're both in a relationship. Not with each other. But we're in relationships. Anyway, so beyond Jewish Tinder, uh, also remind you guys that you can uh, always message us directly at songmessmusic at gmail.com. That's true. And as always, if you write to us, message us anywhere, and you want stickers, I will send you stickers. Yes. And, and when I send you, you stickers, stickers, there might be other surprises in there. Ooh. Just saying. A taco? Oh. A Jarritos bottle cap? A coronita? A coronita, yes! 
guys. Okay, I think at this point, this is the perfect uh, time to close out. Um, so you brought in this um, this last track, um, which I kind of heard about it in the ether, but I'd never actually listened to it. Yeah. Uh, what can you tell us about uh, Copal? Copal is a track by Kalima, who's an exciting new artist from Argentina as mm-hmm. well. Got a lot of that today. Hey. Um, she also makes sort of folky electronic music. Mm-hmm. And she just came out with a new album called Nomada. And this is a track on the album featuring the amazing Lido Pimienta. Bad bitch. Bad amazing. Bitch. I love you, Lido. Yeah. And this album is beautiful. Kalima's beautiful. Lido's beautiful. Awesome. So uh, obviously we will be linking to all of the artists we featured today. Make sure to buy those records. Make sure to stream their music. Um, and yeah, this has been Song Mess. Anything else to add, Beverlicia? Bye, everybody. Right. Hi, Lido Pimienta.